Hi, and welcome back. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell, and we are. Uh, we ended the other. We ended the other show saying that we are the powerful publishing duo, uh, but we're actually the book marketing uh, team here at Author Marketing Experts, and you are listening to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Amy, I'm really excited about all these Amazon shows we're doing. I know, me too, because I feel like it, I, the more we can talk about Amazon in different formats, I think the less scary it gets. <laughs> and, and the more it makes sense to authors that really should be taking advantage of all of these different things they can do with Amazon in order to ensure that they're, you know, they're really top notch and everything is optimized for them and working for them to sell more books. So I love that we're getting more of this out there because, you know, the more you talk about it, the less scary it is, right? Isn't that what they say? Exactly. And this show will be, uh, this show will be airing on um, December 3rd, I believe, if I have my calendar correctly. And we are um, going to be in the midst of the launch of the 2021 edition of How to Sell Books by the Truckload on Amazon. And we're going to be doing a bunch of promos for that. And Amy, do you want to take us through quickly um, the BOGO promo that we're going to be doing? Yes. The Okay. So essentially what you're going to do, you're going to buy the new book. You're going to let us know. We're going to give you a week's free access to our Master Amazon and Sell More Books video membership. It has well over 50 videos right now. So there's a lot of content in there and we are constantly adding to it and also updating that is the really key part is that, you know, a lot of things change, but these videos that Penny does are, I say, <laughs> relatively easy to update, but she's very generous with their time and she does get in there and does make a point to update the videos for strategies where Amazon noticeably has changed how they do things. So it really is a really valuable tool. And then once you get your week's free access, you actually get a really great discount code to get a full year's membership for much less than the retail price. So even if you think, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have time in the next week to go through a lot of these videos, still sign up, get your access code, get your free week. So you at least have that discount for later. So you get the whole year to wrap your mind around all things Amazon and start uh, utilizing all of these tips and recommendations. Yeah. And, and I, there's also, um, Amy's very generous. She has, she has co-recorded shows with me. Uh, we did a bunch on Goodreads cause I know we have, uh, what the Goodreads shows that we've done actually on the podcast are some of our highest rated. So there's several Goodreads um, videos and things like that and all kinds of really fun stuff, but I'm so excited to be releasing how to sell books by the truckload 2021 edition. Um, Mostly because, as any of you know who have released a book, by the time your book comes out, you're kind of done with your like. I'm di- like the the editor sent it back to me, and she said, "Hey, you should probably look at this." I'm like, "I'm done with my book. Thanks." Like, I'm just right. So, yeah, I'm so ready. Like, oh please, I'm just so ready to get this book published. Um, but here's an interesting thing, and I am always so surprised at how authors overlook their Amazon categories, which we're going to dig into today. And we don't have the visual ability to kind of walk you through this with screenshots and whatnot. So we're going to do our best to explain it to you, but, um, but not a lot of video membership. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. That's so fabulous. I love it. Um, but not a lot of folks talk about the beauty of the Amazon categories and, I love this topic for a variety of reasons because you want to, you want to capitalize on how particular 
consumers are with their book preferences, meaning particular elements that they like in their book. And Amazon knows this, right? So we're going to dig into this in, in a minute, but Amazon knows that consumers search by book elements, not just, hey, I want to read a mystery novel. I mean, we right. see that a lot, don't we? Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's really important because again, it's one thing to sit here and put your author cap on and your marketing cap and try to get behind the buyer psychology, but you can learn so much by taking a step back and also remembering that you are also a consumer yeah. and reminding yourself of the steps you go through when you are trying to purchase something. Uh, because books are a serious investment in time for a reader. So yeah, books may not be super expensive, but the time that goes into yeah. consuming that product is pretty intense. So people are really serious about it. So that's why when it's like, oh my gosh, why am I not selling more books? I've discounted it to this. My ebook's only $2.99. It's like, well, but you're also asking for multiple hours of that person's life. Yeah. So it's, it really is a big deal. And a lot of people that read fiction have, you know, like make it or break it tropes that they follow or avoid. And they will actively search out books that very much speak to what their interest is or what they absolutely don't like, you know? So if your book mentions, you know, it's, it's just really important. And it's good to remember that as an author, when you start blurring these lines thinking, Ooh, I'm going to get more sales by spreading this out a little bit more and, and trying to cover all these different areas. It, it really doesn't work out for you the way you think it will. It, it's typically not in your best interest to try to cover more ground with your book because a lot of times it'll just land you in hot water when it comes to reviews and ratings and things like that. And definitely with word of mouth recommendations, you know? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And Amy, you and I both do Amazon optimizations. And one thing I love um, is, you know, so first off, let me, let, let me, back up just a little bit and say that when you uploaded your book to wherever you published your book, you were probably asked for your BISAC categories and you were probably asked for two of them, or you selected two of them if you uploaded it to the Amazon dashboard. But the Kindle store is a whole different animal, right? So on the Kindle store, you can go and dig through categories and drop down. So for example, if you're listening to this podcast and you're sitting at your desk, um, open up the kin and it doesn't work quite as well. Like it's harder to get to the stuff on your phone. Um, so, you know, the next time that you're sitting at your desktop, go to the Amazon store, head on over to the Kindle book side and down the left-hand side, you'll see the various categories. When you click on one and let's say it's business or mystery or something like that, it gives you drop-down options and then more drop-down options and more drop-down options. And it's fabulous. Yes, exactly. I think this is so important and it just, it's still, and also because our heads are in this all the time, it blows my mind when authors are like, well, these are the categories I'm in. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much potential here. And I start geeking out. And I will say, I, I get a little upset with Amazon because I feel like they've really cut some, some of these topics and genres off way too soon. Like, I don't understand why there aren't more subtopics for self-help because I feel like that's such a personal thing. Yeah. Um, so this is really, you know, it's like, oh, it's kind of an imperfect system sometimes because we get these books that are super great and you know there's a strong market out there, but it's like, why did Amazon leave that subcategory out of all of them, you know, that, <laughs> that are represented there? But, you know, it's also helpful as you dig into these categories. This is great research because you should check out the other books that are showing up there. 
Yeah. It really is. It's a great way to get creative. Some of them are obviously playing the system and don't belong there. Ignore those. But if you're seeing that a lot of the books that are showing up in these really niche categories also align with who your market is, then you've really found a winner. And that's somewhere where you need to be because it's like, wow, you know, these are my readers. These are my people. I need, you know, it's a really good indication that you need to be in that category. And yeah. I think sometimes authors will be surprised at what they find because it, it seems like you have this notion of what should be in this category. When you start exploring what really exists there, it's like, oh, there's a lot of creativity to this. And it, it kind of helps you think outside of the box too. Well, and absolutely. And the other piece of it is that I talk to authors, not all the time, but enough that it, it you know, kind of sticks in my mind that they want that bestseller flag. I mean, I think everybody wants the bestseller flag, right? Everyone's like, oh, I want to have the Amazon bestseller flag by my book. But they, but sometimes authors come to me and they want to do it by means that may get you kicked off of the Amazon system. And by that, I mean, they want to cram their books into categories that are super narrow, but not necessarily relevant to their book. And that creates a problem because you could violate Amazon's terms of service. You could get your book pulled. I mean, it's just not, um, I, I would, I would, as Amy pointed out, if you pull up a category and your book doesn't look like it belongs there, it's probably the wrong category. And, and with the, the key, we talked about the, um, you know, we've talked about keywords a lot on our various shows and whatnot. And the same thing is true for keywords. If you're popping any kind of search categories or keywords into the Amazon search bar and it's pulling up books and yours does not look like it fits there, then you may have to have a conversation with yourself and say, where exactly do I need to be? Because the more narrow that you go in your market, meaning the fewer books that are in these categories, this helps your algorithm because every time that your book hits number one in the right category for your market, it pings the Amazon search engine that your book is relevant. So to your relevancy score, which is a show we did a few weeks ago, and Amazon will show your book more in both the also bots, you know, and you book recommendations and things like that. Um, and I mean, and, th and that's, that's, that's important, right? You want to get your book shown more. Oh yeah, um, exactly. And one of the things that you and I talk about, Amy, is that, you know, a lot of the categories like for my um, truckload book are not necessarily sexy, right? So uh, like author resources, which is fine because it is an author resource, but it's not really like a sexy category. Like you think about like, oh, I want to be an overall best-selling author in how-to books or something. It's like, well, there are approximately 8 million books on Amazon. There might be 5 million in how-to alone because we know that that's a popular category. Good luck competing with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I, there's nothing more exciting than when I see after we've been working with an author and they take our recommendations because there is something very cool. You feel like you found treasure when you find a category that works for your author that has like fewer than a thousand books. There are very oh, yeah. few of those anymore, but they still happen every once in a while. And I, I got to tell you, that is one of the most exciting parts of what I, <laughs> of what I do when I'm working on these Amazon optimizations and things like that, because it's like, I feel like I'm delivering a Christmas present early. It's like, here is your very awesome category. Please start using this ASAP. And, uh, 
Yeah. And we've had a couple authors recently that have gotten the top 100 in their cat in these categories for their yeah. book. And yeah. it's been so cool. And they get so excited as they should. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm showing up in a top 100 list on Amazon. Well, and you know, and I can vouch for the fact that Amy gets really excited because <laughs> she'll send me an email or she'll send me a text or something about, oh my gosh, look at this category that I found. And it really is fun. It is a little bit of a, you know, it's a, it's a fun treasure hunt, right? To find these right categories. But the other piece of this that I want to mention too, is that, and many of you who have attended my classes or read my books, you've heard me talk about this before. You're allowed to have 10 categories for both your print book and for your ebook. And I love putting my book in more categories. And when I teach classes, I use the example of, because sometimes people say, well, why do I want to be in 20 categories? Well, let's use the example of a Starbucks or a McDonald's, right? So driving down any street, any town in America, hard pressed not to see one or both of those on a lots and lots of street corners, right? And showing up in more places gives you more access to your audience. It gives you more exposure and potentially more sales. So showing up in 20 different categories, for example, you're going to now have 20 additional opportunities to get in front of your audience and, uh, you know, and, and to, to sell more books. So, um, Amy, let's talk about, cause you're much better at explaining this than I am actually. Um, when we find the categories for our authors, how do you recommend that they go and update those on the Amazon, on their book on Amazon? Well, essentially the simplest way to do it. And again, we, the authors that we work with, we give them very clear instructions on this because this is another one of those, you know, double-edged swords with Amazon where, you know, reaching out can dramatically change <laughs> the course of your day based on, you know, whether you get the help you need right away, you're talking to the right person, you're asking the right questions, all that kind of stuff. So you really do Amazon. Um, this is fortunately something they do a lot. So there's a very clear process for submitting. Like they want to see the entire string of the category. So from start to finish. So Kindle eBooks all the way down to your very niche category. They want to see the proof that that exists in their system. And if you can give them to them in that exact format, you, you can have your categories changed with a email. And it's so simple and so yeah. easy. Uh, but, but truly, though, following their instructions for what they need. Because we do get emails from our clients that say, I sent them the links and they said they can't do it. And now what do we, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, it's all right. Take a step back. Like, you know, reference this section here. Follow this format that we give you and everything will be okay. And it really does work out really well, but it is one of those things where it's quite a simple process. So don't avoid doing this thinking like, oh great, they told me I have to cancel contact Amazon. Never mind. <laughs> right. It is definitely, it's a very simple uh, process. And what's great is that once you do it once, you're going to be able to do it again in the future because this is like many Amazon categories. It's, it's not static, right Penny? Yeah. And I, I, and, and categories do, um, uh, first off, I love changing up categories. So sometimes when an author that we work with has a book that could be straddling a whole bunch of different, you know, categories, we can suggest that they make, you know, make some changes down the road. But also categories do come and go on Amazon. And, and 
they don't necessarily, I mean, Amazon doesn't always get rid of categories. I haven't seen that as much as I did a few years ago, but they're constantly adding to categories, which is great because it means that Amazon is paying attention to consumer behavior, which obviously they're very good at. But for example, uh, several years ago, you would never see holiday romance or Christmas romance in book categories. And now you absolutely do, which is so fun. Yes. And I was working on an optimization recently for a, a business, even, you know, an industry related book. And I will say I was really impressed that Amazon has gotten so much more specific about the different industries that you can associate yourself with in under the business umbrella, which yeah. I think is, which is very, very smart because realistically, uh, you know, a lot of things really do have very legitimate applications to different industries, but for very different reasons. And it's nice that you can nestle your book in there and get in front of the exact right people versus these broader categories that are ultra competitive, you know, where 800 out of a thousand people scanning through, it's like, no, that's not what I need. That's not what I need. So I love to see these, these more niche subcategories represented on Amazon. So it reminds buyers and shoppers that, Hey, look, we've got you covered. Check out books under this specific area of interest for you. Yeah. Yeah, you're much you're much better off when when it comes to categories. I mean, as I said, you know, it's really it would be great to be a bestseller overall in a major massive category, but the reality is is that people don't typically shop that way anyway. We're looking for things that are specific to us, right? We're in the age of you walk into a Starbucks and you order a drink that you know, 20 years ago. you know yeah. what I mean? Like 20 years ago, you would have thought, oh my gosh, what is that? And we are so, you know, we are, we're really, really specific in what, what needs we are looking to fill and what, how, you know, the book that we're looking to, to serve that. But the other thing is, is that as you, I, I love to do a category refresh on books. So if you've already added your categories, by the way, we're going to put a link in the show notes if, you, if you're listening to this, you're like, I have no idea what categories I'm in, or I did this a number of years ago or something, you can pop your ASIN or ISBN number in this link, and it'll tell you which categories you're in. So it's a really cool tool. But um, you can always add and remove categories. So when something becomes, maybe it's more seasonal, or you found categories that Amazon just added, you think, oh, that's a great one for my book. If you've already used your allotment of 10, um, you can try sending them the categories and see if they'll just add it, but they may say, Hey, which ones do you want to remove? And that's where the link that I mentioned that I'll put in the show notes is helpful because you can kind of pick and choose the one, they, the ones that you want to, um, you know, get rid of. Yes. I think that's really smart because yeah, I love when authors let us know that they've made updates when they, they say, Hey, I've, I've changed this because I saw this or I was doing research. It's like, Oh my gosh, I feel like such a proud mama. Like with, <laughs> I know, I know. Like, it. I found new stuff. I've changed it up. It's, it's really great because yeah, nothing about Amazon really should ever be static. And that doesn't mean you need to get in there every day, but you know, we set up our, we've got our free download, our monthly book marketing planner, and then we've yeah. also got an Amazon checklist that we have that you can print off and actually put dates on it to keep yourself accountable for how often you check your different Amazon components and, you know, get on a regular schedule of doing that. And when you do that, things start becoming, they start making a lot more sense too. the more practice you get with these things. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's absolutely true. And Amy, you deal a lot with the refined buys. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? The refined buys, yes. These refined buys, they continue to be kind of this ongoing, offgoing mystery for me because they really do change. They don't change a lot, but how you use them really changes. And I don't know, you know, Penny, maybe you know what they're doing in the back end of the system that sometimes makes it, you know, that potentially changes how relevant they are in certain ways. It's just, it blows my mind though, how they kind of blow hot and cold. Um, but essentially refined buys are, if y'all have done any of this research and really gone into these niche categories, they, they show up as they're essentially certain character types. You know, there's certain character types, their moods, their themes, their locations yeah. show up in your book that help people really consumers dig into what they're interested in. Um, so there's things like beaches or disturbing, like there, it, this is really, it's really interesting to see. And then also the characters like alpha males, female protagonists. Um, they have a lesbian protagonist specifically, like they've gotten really specific with the refined buys, which I really appreciate. But I will say it's really hard sometimes to utilize them as keywords because just because it helps the consumer narrow down books that fit their interest, it doesn't necessarily mean that consumers are actually using those terms verbatim in their search. And so that's where you have to be really careful and do your testing. Um, but, you know, they do, do want to make it easier for people to find books that they want to buy. So I definitely think you should keep look into these, know what's out there, and know what Amazon is kind of funneling uh, shoppers and buyers toward especially for finding what they like and keep these concepts in mind to use these terms in your description if you can. And definitely in the other areas that Amazon author central lets you put in content, because I think using refined buys in multiple places um, in your product page and things like that is a really smart way to incorporate those terms that shoppers are seeing. You know what I mean? It's kind of like recognition. It's like, Ooh, you know, Amazon showed me that I could search for romance novels that happen at the beach. And so making sure that you bring that up in your description or, again, in your author central sections where you can say, you know, mention that most of this story happens at the beach or on a beach vacation. Things like that are really psychologically valuable to shoppers as they're deciding what they're going to buy. Yeah. Exactly. And the one thing that I will say is that I think because Amazon is getting really creative with their categories, as we've talked about, I think that they're also going to be getting away from the refined buys. So it's a good thing to know and to, um, you know, to know that these are the keywords that, that folks are searching on, but keep an eye on this because I think that, um, I think that essentially, because their their categories is what they are. I think they are going to start to get folded into the actual Amazon categories, which will be really fun, and I think maybe less confusing for authors. Um, I yes, I agree. I think that's the hard part too, Penny. Sorry, not to cut you off, but you, you made a very good point. Like they are essentially categories; they're just not categories that you can officially request with Amazon. If that yeah. makes sense. you know, so there's this kind of tightrope that authors you know, are walking in regards to how to utilize this data and knowing that, okay, Amazon is trying to funnel people searching for books into these certain, you know, 
categories because that's what people are buying and that's what they're interested in. And so obviously it's been in Amazon's best interest to, to group books by these, these standout elements, but they haven't gone so far as to make them official categories yet. So yeah, that's really interesting, Penny. I do hope they start incorporating them as official categories in the near future. Yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I do too. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think that it's a, it's just a really cleaner way for authors, but it's also a cleaner way for readers to find these, um, you know, to find these, to find the books that they're looking for. So I want to thank you all so much for listening. Again, uh, we're focused on Amazon because of the release of how to sell books by the, by the cloud on Amazon. And, um, I'm, I'm super excited about the, this book coming out. We're going to put more details in the show notes. By the time you listen to this show, it will be up for pre-order on Amazon. If it's not up for pre-order by the time the show airs, Penny will be rocking in a corner. Um, just as, as anybody <laughs> who send alcohol, yeah. right? As, as anybody who has released a book knows the release time is always like, there's the, just a million different things going on. And we also appreciate so much, the reviews that um, we've gotten. We are now on Audible, so we'd love to get, um, you know, reviews there. And, and, and remember that when you're posting the review, share a nugget of what you learned because that's also a great way not just to inspire others to listen, but it's a great way for you to remember something from the show that you're going to implement in your book marketing. And I'll tell you something, if you spent 20 minutes with us and you found one solid piece of advice... Um, hopefully you found more, but if you found one solid piece of advice, we'll take one. One's good. Yeah. <laughs> I love Amy. She's like, bar's not that high. I'll take one. Thanks. I'm good. With that. Um, but I always, you know, even when I'm taking a class or something, if I say, you know, my intention with this class is to take, to have one solid takeaway. And I find that it's definitely worth the effort. So we, we, and we love your show ideas also. So send us your show ideas. You can send it to us at info at amarketingexpert.com. This is Amy Cornell and Penny Sansbury, And we thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.